Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm Joy Dooling, and you are listening to the Joy of Membership podcast. This podcast is for membership leaders. So we talk about strategies for attracting, engaging, and retaining members. But that's not entirely the focus of the show, because let's be honest here, there is no shortage of advice out there on best practices in membership. What we need to talk about is how to actually make those things possible in the real world, how to be absolutely sure that growth practices are going to stick, how to make those things easier, more consistent, and even automatic in some cases. Sound good? Then stick around because we're about to jump into it. Hey there, Joy Dooling here, host of the Joy of Membership podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. This week, I'm wrapping up the three-part series called The Roadmap to Membership Growth. This has officially served as the kickoff for season three of the podcast, and this is episode 103. If you missed the first six growth practices in The Roadmap to Membership Growth, be sure to flip back and listen to episode 101 and 102. It's not that the nine growth practices have to be implemented in any particular order, but you'll find that there's context in those first two episodes that might be helpful to this one. Before I share this week's growth practices, a quick story. As many of you know, My husband and I take an annual long-distance motorcycle trip with some other couples. Most mornings on these trips begin the same way. The guys prep their motorcycles, and then someone pulls out a map to start planning out which roads we want to travel on that particular day. Some people might assume that it's possible to just hop on the motorcycle, plug the final destination into the GPS, and be taken directly to where we want to go. The problem with this approach is that we actually need to be more intentional about the route, aiming for the more scenic side roads instead of being on big interstates with all of the semis and other traffic. That intentional planning that happens every morning provides us with a route that feels perfect for us. It may not be the perfect route, for someone else who prefers to not be on the little scenic roads. The roadmap to membership growth functions in the same way. While there are nine growth practices built into the roadmap, how you implement these practices needs to be intentionally planned so that the practice feels perfectly suited to your organization. Two weeks ago, I shared the first three growth practices, discovery magnets, nurture sequences, and circle backs. Last week, we added on-ramps, check-ins, and win-backs. Today, we'll cover the final three practices. As I've mentioned previously, these nine growth practices are not the only growth practices that exist, but these nine collectively cover your member experience end-to-end, supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain members across the entirety of their journey with you. 
the more of these fundamental growth practices that you intentionally implement, the more impactful the approach is going to be. So getting into the final three practices now. The first one is warm-ups. When renewal time rolls around for your members, what happens for them? For most organizations, it's the generation of a renewal invoice and a reminder or multiple reminders spread out over time. But I'd like you to consider that when we're asking a member to renew, we're asking them to make a buying decision again. I think sometimes this is forgotten. There's almost an unspoken assumption that someone is going to renew. And the fact that we have to build up value anticipation again gets lost. For renewals, it's not just about whether value was experienced up to this point. It's even more so about whether there's going to be more to gain in the future. Members think about whether they've used the membership and experienced value from the benefits, but also about whether that's going to continue or change in the future. Warming up the renewal means that we don't leave a member to figure that out on their own. We remind them of the value that's been received, and we frame up what the future looks like when they stay in. It's a powerful opportunity to take the membership relationship to a new level, but many organizations miss out on this. For me, I like to start the warm-up about 60 days out assuming that we're talking about an annual renewal, of course. This warm-up might include a summary of benefits that have been used, if your data systems will tell you that, some case studies or success stories, outreach by your membership committee or board, things like that. And this actually segues perfectly into the next growth practice that I'll share today, which is pathway building. If I were to look at your current list of member benefits, do your members receive the same benefits over time or do they get different benefits over time? Now, I'm not talking about different levels of membership that have different benefits, like when gold members have a different set of benefits from silver members. What I mean is, do gold members always get the same gold benefits? year after year after year after year, and silver members receive the same set of silver benefits year after year after year after year. I'm wondering if yours are the same or different. If your gold members are always receiving the exact same benefits, pathway building is an alternative to consider. It's unlikely that your long-term members are going to have the same needs that they had when they were first-year members. Pathway building acknowledges this. It's a way of structuring your member benefits so that they are more tailored to where a member is in their experience with you. Think of it like leveling up in a video game. A video game would become quite boring if you were always presented with the same screens and the same challenges every time you logged in. Part of the fun and what makes the game interesting is that you can level up. Pathway building is about giving your members a way to level up, unlocking new benefits to explore based on their longevity. And the practice is the most effective when the new benefits are aspirational. 
So when you have a brand new member who doesn't have those benefits yet, they get excited about getting to the point of being eligible for them. In many organizations, the only extra benefit to longevity that you get is to be approached about being a board member or leading a committee. While that is something that some members might be excited by, can you really frame up the opportunity to do more work as an enhanced benefit? I don't think so. So we need to look for other leveling up opportunities, such as VIP experiences, early registration for events, or exclusive benefits that are offered by sponsors when members meet a specific longevity threshold. Now, it's when you blend pathway building with the warm-ups that I mentioned earlier, you get a truly effective combo. The final growth practice for this episode that I want to touch on, and the final one in the roadmap to membership growth, is called Partner Up. The Partner Up practice involves building strategic relationships with other organizations to create a win-win-win situation. A win for you, because you get exposure to the partner's audience. A win for the partner, because they get exposure to your audience. And a win for your members, because they might not have become involved with the benefits that you offer if it hadn't been for the partnership existing between the two organizations. I have seen the partner up practice put into place in a variety of different ways. Sometimes it's just a referral relationship. Sometimes it's co-created content. Sometimes it's a special deal that's only available through a partner. I've even seen it go so far as if you're a member of this organization, you're automatically a member of this other one. So there's lots of flexibility to set up partnerships in a way that works for your organization. When done well, one plus one does not equal two. One plus one equals 11. The growth potential created by the partnership exceeds what either organization could ever achieve on their own. There's more creative brain power, more access to resources, more opportunity for ideas to be spread across people. It's a really powerful growth strategy. Now, as you look at the nine practices in the Roadmap to Growth, each of them can stand on their own, independent of the others, just like you could pick out a city on a map and spend some time just exploring there and having a great time. Yet the journey turns into a grander voyage when you turn it into a multi-city tour. It's also important to note that just because you've been to a city before, that doesn't mean that you won't see it from an entirely new perspective if you go there with new friends or a newer tour guide. So during this entire season of the podcast, I'm going to be inviting you to go on that grand voyage with me. We're going to dive deep into each of these nine growth practices that I've covered in these three episodes, and we're going to see what there is to be learned and potentially applied within your organization. Individually, each of these practices can have an effect on your growth potential. In combination, an even stronger effect. And collectively, in their entirety, you'll have growth practices in place that cover every stage of your member experience, sealing any growth leaks that you might have right now, and giving your organization 
its best shot at growth success. Now, if finding consistent growth is important to you and your organization, and you'd like to do that without being completely overwhelmed by change, let's have a conversation. I produce the episodes of this podcast as just the start of a conversation, and I'd welcome the opportunity to connect and learn more about what you're trying to accomplish in this great big world. You can find my calendar at joyofmembership.com slash consult. I would be delighted to connect. With that, we'll come to a close for this week. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you back here in seven days. In the meantime, take care. Hey there, you made it all the way to the end. Bravo to you. I'm back in just one last time to remind you that there's a free one-page PDF available over at the website that shows you more than 20 ways that technology could be supporting your efforts to attract, engage, and retain more members. It's actually broken down into the stages of the member journey, so you'll know exactly where each piece fits. And everything that's on that one-pager can actually be automatically done for you with software that costs less than $1,000 per year. So if you haven't already grabbed it, you can get your copy at joyofmembership.com slash tech. joyofmembership.com slash tech. T-E-C-H. Have a great week and I'll see you next time.